0: So, Rayim Tov, we continue in the Sefer Nefesh Shimshon. We're on page tough, Yud Olive. Yes, we began the blessing of Rafa'enu. We're going to continue to go a little bit deeper into this Bracha. So, a person tries very hard to find salvation when he's in a difficult situation. Uh, if a Jew lives in Eretz and he's very not healthy, he'll even travel to Chutzlauretz to find the best doctor he can. He'll uh, spend whatever money is necessary to get a successful operation. And uh, certainly, you know, he's going to make efforts. His family's going to make efforts. His relatives are going to collect money, all kinds of things. And because why? Because you know how important life is, what one more moment of life is, and whatever you can do, you'll do to try to save yourself. And you're prepared to sacrifice everything to get back to your old health. And others will help as well. But it could happen after a person makes a lot of effort, and makes all the histablos that's required, and now you finally come to the best doctor in the best place, and he operates on you, and... Sometimes that doctor will come to the family after the surgery and say, the surgery failed. All our efforts didn't help at all. That happens. And therefore we pray, refa'enu Hashem. You Hashem yourself, you are the one who should heal us. Everything is in your hands to heal us. We are totally dependent on your chesed, and if you will heal us, we will be healed. If you will save us, we'll be saved. Because there's nothing that can is withheld from you. And therefore, we start off you'd have vav hey dafka yud vav hey, which means Hashem is the Mahavet. Hashem is the one who brings everything into a reality. He's the foundation of all reality. And you're yom of you renew all of creation every moment. So, therefore, since you are in charge of everything, there's nothing that you cannot do. And if in one moment you created the sickness, that's no obligation that sickness has to be that way. And therefore, we turn to you, Rifa Hashem, the creator of all reality. And when you make a prayer like that, when you're standing before Hashem, that is the greatest opportunity and then we can we can hope that it will be v'nei rafay and we will be healed. So, we have to understand the fact that we ask from Hashem to heal us and we're asking to even go beyond what naturally can be done This can be understood in terms of an allegory. Let's say a king has very uh, broad powers. He reigns over many, many lands. And he gives specific laws that he makes that every city, no matter how far away you are, you have to follow. These are the laws of the land. Okay? So there's a far-flung province and a case is brought to the judges and the, bring the evidence and the judges say, well, it would seem according to the laws of the land that the king made, we have to decide the following action. However, one of the judges says, but well, I think we should make an exception here. And he starts to explain why he thinks maybe this is an exception to the rule. Are they going to do the exception to the rule? I says, you can't do that. The king told us exactly. This. He did not write, and if you want to make an exception, these are the criteria for an exception. So therefore, yeah, but the king never spoke about this type of case. Doesn't matter. We have to go with what's written in the law. So they're not going to change anything. Ah, but what if the king himself happens to be in that far-flung province? And the king himself hears the case. And the king himself says, I'm going to make an exception. Does the king have to follow the law of the land? No, the king who said that this is the law, is the king who said that this is not the law right now. And therefore the king, because that's what makes him the king. And therefore even though nobody else can make an exception, I can make an exception because it's my laws. So it is when it comes to this topic as well. Hashem makes all the laws. He tells tells the oceans, this far you can go, then you gotta stop. That is the framework. So no one's allowed to break the framework. Even if the framework seems to have contradictions and we don't understand why it's this way the other way, it doesn't matter. We gotta listen to God. And God makes certain laws of nature, certain laws of the Torah. And it could very well be according to the laws of nature this sick person will not get better. And a doctor can try all he wants. He's not going to make you better. No sir, no operations, no medications, nothing. So what can help? This is it. That's the law of the land. The law of physics. But when you dive in and you stand before the king himself, before the one who made the decree of that sickness, he can make exceptions to the rule. And Hashem said, yes, you have a very bad disease. Nobody recovers the disease, but you turn to Hashem and say, I'd like you to change the law. And the truth is, Hashem is the borei refuos, we said yesterday. Borei means creating something from nothing. And therefore, dafka, when we're standing before Hashem, and Hashem is the one who's listening to our bakoshes, that's the time to say, refaeinu Hashem, even though it seems to be no exception to the rule, but here you can make an exception because he's the one who creates all of health. Now, the question is, okay, we're turning to the infinite God who has infinite powers and we're asking him to create a, 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 a remedy, a healing that is beyond nature. So the question is, why should Hashem do it? Why should Hashem do it? Okay. Now all of a sudden, you want this kind of chesed to go beyond nature? Does so everyone say, for you are our praises. We say, if Hashem, if you do this chesed for us and this will be a miraculous salvation, your name will be made great. And this really is for the benefit of the kingdom. Hashem's name will be elevated. Okay. And that gives us the chutzpah to ask for Hashem. Hashem, do it, but it'll be for your sake. Because I say, wow, there's a God in this world. He healed a fellow. Unbelievable. That is the point we are saying. Okay, that's step one. And really, this goes under a system, so to speak. This is the way God ran the world. The world has a system. These are the rules of the king. One of the rules is a person who sins separates himself from his creator because you're going against what the king said. So every sin in its foundation The sinner, although he's not doing it actually, but he's screaming out that I am not beholden to God. And God says something, I don't got to do it. So if that's what you say, Hashem treats us measure for measure. So the result of the sin, your sin causes the punishment. Now, even though Hashem is full of goodness, but he still has created an idea of a punishment. Right? And there's only one way that, that the punishment comes. Because it's measure for measure. To the degree that we relate to Hashem, Hashem relates to us. And we are connected to Hashem. Hashem is connected to us. And when you connect to Hashem, only good comes. But we do something that is um, denigrating the concept of the unity of Hashem. We didn't listen to what Hashem says. That means there's something beyond Hashem that I listened to. So measure for measure, as it were, Hashem denigrates the person and the supervision. And when Hashem isn't watching you, so what's the result? The result is things happen. When you listen to Hashem and you're close to Hashem, Hashem is protecting you from any possibilities. But when you say, Hashem, I don't need you. I don't want to be close to you. Hashem says, fine. So we'll let life run its course. If you're lucky, things will work out. If you're not, they're not. That's all. It's not really a punishment. It is a natural consequence. If you're not near Hashem, things fall apart. So now how do you get healed? So the refuah is what we call me sweetening the judgment. You got to remember that everything in this world is from Hashem. Everything in this world is meant to scream out the unity of Hashem. And what does that mean? All judgments, all punishments are meant to bring out the unity of Hashem as the Ramchal says in Das Funos. That we have to know all deficiencies that are in this world is a result of the hiddenness of the perfection of the unity of Hashem. As it says in Yeshaya, for your sins separate you from Hashem. So now, when you do an Avera, you're denying the yichud of Hashem. So Hashem does what? He brings suffering to you. Now the question is, what are you going to do with that little message he's sending to you? if you've realized this too is from Hashem, and the more you recognize the true unity of Hashem, so then there's no need for the punishment to continue. If you understand what you're getting punished for, I'm getting punished because I did this Havera, I'm going to do chuba on this Havera. And in the place that about chuva stands, even the tzadokomer can't stand. So then Hashem says, so what do I got to keep punishing him for? The whole reason I punished him is to make sure that he will remember that there's a God in this world. So now if he's cleaving back to me, praying and davening and beseeching me with tremendous dveikos, so Hashem says, fine. There's no need to bring the suffering anymore. We're going to discuss this tonight in the Rambam class in Meir We say Hashem can never change. If Hashem can never change, then what's the point of praying to Hashem? So, you have to listen to that class, <laughs> which we'll talk about. That we've got to leave something for another class. But this is how the let's one minute, let me just finish this part. And so, does the Ramchal say in other places? The truth is that a person is able to be meritorious in his actions, okay? And uh, they can recognize the truth and leave the ways of falseness of this world and to want to get close to Hashem. And if we do that, that is the unity that is revealed to them. And that brings their salvation. Hashem doesn't have to show them the difficulties of the Gullis. Because since the truth is cleared up to them, that is enough. So we come to pray to Hashem over our sicknesses. We're saying to Hashem, Hashem, we know there's a goal to this sickness. And the goal is to recognize Hashem. So after we said, Hashem, you are our praises and everything's from you. So the reasons for the punishment should go away. And now we can ask for the healing. That's what the rabbi said. Anyone that a miracle was done for him and he sings a shira, we know that his averas have been forgiven. When a person sins, he's got coming to him a sickness. But when he says shira on the fact of the miracle that Hashem did to save him, When he bonds himself up to Hashem and what happened to him, Hashem says, okay, so if you are praising me, then we understand that your averas have been removed. Yes? Okay, fine. But this is a very important point over here. We've got to realize that this is all part of Hashem's plan. Hashem does not want us to be sick. Does not want us to be sick. So why is he He's doing us a favor. Can you imagine if you, when you do not vary, you're spiritually sick. You're going to be cutting yourself off from Hashem. The worst thing is to not be close to Hashem. You could even lose your oil and Haba. Hashem cares too much for you to let that go without any notice. So Hashem has you be sick to figure out what's going on over here. And therefore, we sweeten up the judgment. Only good is coming from this. And if we realize, that, but the good is that I should do tshuva. So if you're doing the tshuva, then all is fine. Now here comes another deeper point. He says, we know that all of us make resolutions to improve our behavior, our learning, our mitos, whatever it is, I make a resolution to learn the entire Shas. I make a resolution to to learn before I dive in to learn a certain amount of Halacha, Tanach, Mishnah, whatever. I make resolutions to uh, control my temper. Okay, a lot of resolutions, and we make a lot of re- resolutions before Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, whatever. I make resolutions. We know what usually happens. doesn't stick. We weaken. The question is why? Why do most resolutions fail? It says, Repinkus, the reason is because we are assuming our success is going to depend upon our arousal and our efforts that we make. With our desire, with our fear of God, So it's like we're saying to Hashem, Hashem? Or rather, Hashem is saying to us, if you think you're going to do it on your own, Gesundheit, do it on your own. I won't help you. So if Hashem's not going to help you, how's it going to work? If you understand that all good comes from Hashem, if we would admit that even the fact that I made a resolution, I got a hisarus, I got a new resolve, to improve. That resolve came from Hashem himself. And if we're saying shirat Hashem, that will give us a reason for that to last. If you assume that all the success is going to come from Hashem, then you can therefore hope that there will be some success. And just like anything in life, Hashem, I really would like to be able to be a Talmud Chacham because I could use that for so many great things for you, Hashem. And Hashem says, well, okay. But who's going to do it? I think you're going to do it, Hashem. I'm going to try, but I can't do anything on my own. I'm just going to try. And, and you're going to get all the credit. And I'm going to do it all for you. And of course, Hashem will give you a few difficulties along the way to see if you mean it or not. And You overcome those. And Hashem says, okay, I will help you. Therefore, Eino Hashem A Rafay. We can say to Hashem, you heal us. Now there's much deeper ideas to all this. Much deeper ideas. Nebuchadnezzar Chayim talks a lot about this. Nebuchadnezzar says, you have to remember, there's, there's one other important thing. That whenever we are suffering, Hashem is also suffering. Hashem is not happy to have to discipline us. Now, when we are focused so much on our suffering, we forget about the fact that Hashem is also suffering. And if part of our tefillah is, Hashem, I know I did a very bad thing, and I know it's my fault that I'm suffering, and I'm responsible for that, and I and I feel bad about this, but you know what I feel feel more upset about is that I've hurt you. That all your plans for me you have such great plans for me to be a great. Jew to do something for the Jewish people and for your covenant that nobody else can do and I failed in that and I let you down and you're suffering so much and Hashem I am feeling bad for your pain and I want your pain to go away and the other way your pain can go away is if my pain goes away but I promise you if you fix it up I will make a kiddish Hashem. that is something that Hashem takes very seriously so there's a lot to be said with this Refua'inu business. And yet we have to come to the final words of the bracha. Rofei And the question is, why over here do we say he heals the sick Jews? Is this only for Jews? Is healing only for Jews? Why don't we say Chonen hadas shel Yisrael. We don't say that. Or mevarech hashanim li Yisrael. We don't say that. Only rofei cholei amo Yisrael. Why are we adding in the Jewish people? Just say rofei cholei. Rofeicholeim. Finished. Hashem is a rofeicholeim. He heals the sick. What's this rofeicholei amo Yisrael? So Pinkra says, Hashem has established two ways of curing sickness in the world. One way is the natural way, the nature of the world, Rafua b'teva, Hashem put into the body that it can be healed and made healthy from within its own self. There's anti bodies and all kinds of things. And that really is directly from Hashem. We have no idea how many sicknesses are inside us. They don't even know they exist. And Hashem sends antibodies and cures it all. You have a pandemic. How does it get the best cure? Is what getting the getting the sickness? It creates the antibodies. You survive that, and now you got all the Im- immunity that you need. That's what Hashem makes. That's what Hashem makes but then there's another aspect okay the other access is you go to doctors as it says rape, that there's permission to go to a doctor and they use different methodologies medicines and surgeries whatever and that is a reform that comes through natural efforts So we've got a refuah that comes from the world itself naturally, and that's mamish, Hashem's hands. And then we have natural efforts. Those are two ways. Now Hashem is a rofei ne'emon, is a trusted doctor. And in being a trusted doctor, Hashem has both aspects. Number one, the fact is that Hashem is an infinite being and he can heal. And therefore, he's called the Rofe Kolbasor. He heals all flesh. Okay. He, He can just naturally heal everything. And number two, he's also a specialist doctor. And let's put it this way. Just like you can go to a specialist, and he's allowed to do it. Is Hashem any worse than a specialist? Hashem's not worse than a specialist. And therefore... Just like we know that people have their family doctors. You have a family doctor? How long has it been your doctor? 10 years. 10 years. You have a family doctor? Okay, I have a family doctor. Now, what's, why do you want to have a family doctor? Because he knows you. He really knows that, you know, you've been complaining for 10 years about chest pains he knows it's not your heart. He's taking all the tests in the world. You're an anxious person. You're out of shape. And therefore, it's, it's not your heart that's bothering you. It's different, the muscles in your body. So, you know, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I'm your doctor. And if there's really a problem, he knows exactly when there's a problem. So just like everyone wants to have their, their regular doctor, so HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the regular doctor of the Jewish people. He specializes in Jewish sickness. Jewish sickness is not like Goyish sickness. A Goyish sickness does not have a lot to do with his Averus necessarily. A Goy just lives in the world. Hashem doesn't have specific Hashkacha over each and every person. If you're a Goy, it's okay. You live in your world. Fine. You get sick so you get sick. You go to a doctor, maybe yes, maybe not. The non-Jewish world doesn't have Shem as their doctor. They live by nature. They die by nature. They go to a doctor who by nature can either heal them or not. Good luck. A Jew doesn't work this way. Of course, we may have a physical family doctor that we go to, but we understand that that doctor is just a puppet in Hashem's hands. And the real doctor is Rovechole Amol Yisrael, the one who heals his nation Israel? Hashem is our special doctor. It's what it says in Shmos, Ki Hashem 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 your doctor. And Hashem is speaking to us as patients, and that's what we're saying, Rovechole So you are my real doctor. Now, if that's the case, then of course you have to understand, you know. At who are, is more in charge of your welfare, you or your doctor? Your doctor. So you have to understand. If you're making try to make appointments with doctors, and they tell you, "Okay, uh, we have an appointment for you at this time," so you just don't say yes. You say, "Let me check my calendar." Oh no, that's not good. I, I'm going to miss Mincha if I go to that. If I go to that appointment. Can you change it? Yeah, but it'll be a week later. That's fine. You say, fine. You always make the appointment with the doctor. The doctor's not God. He's just a shaliach. Who's the one that's going to make you better? Hashem's the one that's going to make you better. And certainly, you coming to Minyan is not going to make you worse. Yeah, but I may have to wait another two, three weeks for the appointment. So, Okay, we're not talking about where you just diagnosed with stage four cancer and you have to be dealt with right away, and it's very hard to get a hold of this doctor and this and that. That's I'm just talking about random. You have so many random appointments, and you know they tell you, okay, come in three months. Uh, this is the day. No, it doesn't work. Yes, it just doesn't fit into my calendar. And you got you got it. You know, got you got to tell that that's really not a good time for me. Can you come at a different time? And you know what always happens. What happens is you, you you go to the doctor, you miss davening, and then you sit for three hours waiting for the doctor. And you could have gone to Minion and, uh, and otherwise. And sometimes when I say, I really can't move it, I say, well, is it okay if I come a little late? A lot of times they'll say yes. I, say, well, I get, uh, well, we can make you an appointment for 2.15. I say, listen, I pray minchit too. I can't get there before 2.30. He says, okay, you can come. You know, you got to not be afraid. You should say, listen, I I got my real doctor. The real specialist, Hashem. I got to talk to him first and plead with him that you guys should be able to succeed. So does it make sense for me to go to you guys and not go to Hashem? You'll see, you can get it. It might be a little bit sometimes um, harder for you. But you always got to ask him: is it going to make a difference in my health if we delay the appointment a couple of weeks? Now, sometimes it's very bad. Sometimes you're in a lot of pain. You're suffering tremendously. Okay? So I can hear it. But a lot of times, when all you got to really do is say, I just can't make it at this time, that should be fine. Because if he's the rofei cholea Israel, then he is the one who's going to decide if you're going to get better or not. And therefore, we have to give him the priorities to that. And with that, we finish the brach of Rofei Cholei. And we'll stop a little early today. Tomorrow is the bracha on the minim, on the apostates who make all kinds of trouble for us. Okay, yes, you got a lot of time now to uh, prepare for mincha.